Hey, what's up, my friends? This is Joe, REI In Your Car podcast. Driving home again from my rehab at the hospital went really well. I was about 15, 20 minutes late. So I'm a little embarrassed by that. <clears throat> Traffic was crazy this morning. Maybe it was because I was late. Anyways, I was supposed to be there at seven in the morning. But uh, I wanted to talk to you about something because I'm going to be releasing real soon here. I've been talking about it for a while. Something I'm calling Deals with Joe. And it's just going to be um, like if I had to start all over again from scratch, what would I do to do a deal? If I didn't know anybody, I didn't have much money. I just wanted to do deals as quick as possible. So it's going to be a 30-day course that I'm putting together, and it's going to be pretty epic. In fact, by the time that this is released, it should be ready to go. So if you're interested, go check it out. It's dealswithjoe.com, dealswithjoe.com. It comes with some software. I'm going to be doing some weekly calls with it and stuff. It's just seven bucks a month. Check it out, dealswithjoe.com. And let's do some deals together. What do you say? I, the I'm doing this because I want it to be like, and this is for houses or land, but I want it to be so simple that, uh, you know, I almost said an idiot could do it, but that's kind of offensive. Didn't mean that, but I want it to be so simple that anybody can, can do it, right? And, and I am an idiot. So, all right, we're all in the same boat. But I wanted to talk a little bit on this podcast of like, what, you know, what do you do? And last episode, I believe, I talked about, you know, the steps, what I would take. Now, this one, I wanted to talk about when I do have those sellers and landlords on the phone, what do I say to them, right? So I thought I'd maybe even just practice a role play with you on an example call. So let's say one of the things I talked about in the last episode was finding landlords who have properties for rent on Zillow. That's one of the things you can do, right? Another thing was, remember, uh, handwrite some letters to evictions that you can find from court records. Let's say you get somebody on the phone. Now, I typically, when I see a rental property, I like to call the ones not from property managers. I like to call the ones that are being advertised by individual owners. And uh, there's also, uh, I think the website's different now, but it was gosection8.com. If you go there, it'll redirect, but you can go find Section 8 properties. And usually those are managed by individual owners and you can text them and call them. But uh, this is how my conversation might go. Something like, hey, this is Joe. Uh, is this Jim? Yeah, cool. Calling about that rental property you have there at 123 Main Street. Is it still available? Oh uh, yeah, it is. Cool. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about it? I'm looking to buy some investment properties in the area. And just, I'm kind of, I'd like to know if you would have any interest in selling yours. Sometimes I'll backtrack a little bit. Sometimes I always, sometimes I always, that doesn't make sense. I always usually answer uh, when I'm talking to somebody, the first thing I'll ask them is, hey, did I catch you at a bad time? Um, it sounds like I caught you in the middle of something. And the reason I do that is kind of like this reverse psychology trick that I learned from one of my coaches early on to get them to permission to say yes. And so sometimes when you phrase things in the negative, since they don't know you, they'll agree with you. They'll, you know, if they don't know you, they'll disagree with everything you say. So when you say something in the negative, they're actually agreeing with you. Does that make sense? So if somebody said, and I, I didn't explain that right, but if somebody, if you ask somebody, hey, did I catch you in the middle of something? Is this a bad time? Do you, you don't have a minute, do you? They'll say, yeah, this is fine. I can talk. All right. So yeah, is that property still available? Cool. Tell me about it. Sounds like a nice property. I'm sure you're getting tons of calls on it, right? And then I ask them, do you, you know, I'm an investor. Do you own a bunch of other rental properties? Do you have a lot of properties that you kind of own and manage? And Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm an investor and I'm looking to buy some property. 
in the area, you wouldn't have any interest in maybe selling this rental property, would you? And see what they say. Sometimes they'll say, nah, you know, we just fixed it up. We're ready to rent it out. I say, oh, okay, well, you don't have any other properties, do you? Do you have any other properties you're looking to sell? Why do I ask that? Because almost everybody does, especially landlords that you're calling, right? And almost every landlord you talk to is going to have a bad property that they want to sell. So I ask them if they uh, have any other properties, if they say yes or no, whatever. Another question might be, well, do you know anybody else who has some properties they might want to sell? Especially if this is a property manager, I'll ask them questions like, you know, do you have any clients that have any properties they'd love to sell? And if I buy them, I'll keep you as my property manager, et cetera. And Mr. Realtor, I'm sure you get commissions. I would gladly um, uh, let you represent me. I don't have a realtor representing me, so you can represent me and get both sides of the commissions. I'll say something like that. So I'm just going to ask the guy now some questions about the property and say, yeah, I'll sell it. The price is right. You know, I got this other one. I might sell it. The price is right. I'm not just not going to give it away. I say, yeah, that's, I wouldn't if I were you either. So then I'll ask more questions along the lines of, um, sounds like a nice property, you know, like tell me more about it. Have you thought about selling it in the past? Why haven't you? What do you think it would be worth? What would you sell it for? You know, what, what, I don't know. Just, well, you know, tell me, just give me an idea of the area. What, what would make you happy? What would be a fair price? And that you might get that out of them. You might not. At this point, I'm looking it up on Redfin while I'm on the phone with them. And I'll ask him about, well, I'm seeing some properties here that are currently listed for sale. I, I start with the lowest ones. Are you kind of in that price range or not? Um, then I'll look at sold comps, you know, and I'll sort it from price low to high. I say, are you, I see some solds here in the area that sold for this. Is that kind of what you're thinking of? You know, is this, is that a fair price for this crazy market right now? You know what? It sounds like, it sounds like you want too much for it. You should probably just list it with a realtor. Have you thought about that, John? Why don't you just list it with an agent? Yeah, I, I probably will. So I'm trying to gauge their motivation if they have any pain or not. And if they don't, you know, chances are, if you're doing a good deal with a lot of equity with somebody who's not motivated is slim to none, but I'm still just trying to talk to them, build some rapport. And again, digging deeper into, do you have any other properties that you're looking to sell? whatnot, right? And trying to find out, you know, you're not in a hurry to sell it, right? Um, you don't mind me asking, what are you going to do with the cash? When, if you sell this thing, are you going to buy another property? Now, what am I thinking? I'm thinking of number two things, maybe a pr potential private investor. Maybe this is somebody that I could sell or finance or buy their property subject to. They don't need all the money right now, right? So I can make them payments over time. It could be a buyer, somebody who's looking to actually buy more properties, better properties. And I could add this guy to my buyer's list to wholesale some deals to him or her. So I'm just trying to ask as many questions as I can. Not, you know, my goal isn't actually to do a deal with this one particular property, although that would be nice. My goal is to build a relationship and get somebody to follow up with. So I might get to the, the price, you know, maybe we get to some kind of agreement. If he won't give me a price or if his price is too high, I try to go to, you know, look at the actives, look at the solds. And I, I'll say something too along the lines of, well, what's your ultimate goal if you sell this property? Is it to sell it as quick as possible and just be done with it? Or are you trying to get the highest price possible? Because I want to know, is it to sell fast or to sell high? And uh, sometimes it's usually a combination of both or something like that. I say, well, you know, I don't know if I can get you that price. That might be, I'm not a retail buyer, you know, I'm always looking for good deals, but I can't pay full price. But if I could get you something closer to that, you wouldn't consider maybe carrying back some financing or doing like owner financing or something like that, would you? Or taking payments over time. And see what they say. Sometimes half the time they're like, yeah, maybe if the price is right, I'd consider that. And so now if it's a landlord, I talk to them, wouldn't, it, wouldn't you rather be the bank than a landlord? Talking about how when I buy properties, typically if the price is right and I'm doing seller financing, especially on lower end rental properties, I don't like doing lease options on lower end rentals, right? 
And typically lower end rentals like that, there's, there's chances are it depends, but I, it's not a loan that I want to actually even take over subject to. But I might be like, you know, typically when I buy a seller financing, I, I, I pay it off in five years because these guys don't want long-term seller carryback financing. And I want to pay it off as quickly as possible. That's a whole other strategy, by the way, off role play or off rabbit trail here. Uh, I just had a great mastermind with some friends of mine from Leadership Boardroom that Sean McCloskey does. Shout out to Sean at leadershipboardroom.com. Go check it out. And one of the guys in that group is Scott Jelinek. And Scott Jelinek wrote a book called uh, The Art of the Slow Flip, I think is what it's called. Really good book. Go get it right now. Just go to slowflip.com maybe, or just Google slow flip Scott Jelinek. You'll see him on YouTube and Instagram and all of that. He's got a great book. You need to go get that book. I've had him on my podcast a couple of times. And he sent me the book a long time ago, and I just finally started reading it. And I'm a little embarrassed, but I love his strategy of finding these properties that are cheap and you pay them off in like five years with private money. And so the first five years, you don't really get any cash flow from them. Then you sell them, you buy them on five year notes and you sell them on 30 year notes. So you buy them like a car and sell them like a house. So you buy them, no cash flow the first five years, you pay them off in five years, and then now you own a property free and clear and you sell it on owner financing. So you're selling it, you know, like a contract for deed and you, uh, you're just at the bank and you don't have to worry about landlord issues and repairs and maintenance. You're selling them to buyers, either retail buyers, like people are going to live in it, or you're selling it to investor buyers that are going to fix up a little bit and rent them out. So anyway, he's been doing this for a long, long time. And um, I think he's got 130 properties I think 70 or 80 of them, he owns free and clear now. So he's got no mortgage on them, free and clear assets. It's, so it's just a, it's a slow game to building wealth. Anyway, it's, uh, it's great. What am I, what's my point in all of this? Well, I'm telling you, um, get on the phone, start talking to people. You're going to go to dealswithjoe.com and see a little bit more information. I'm just going to break down step-by-step in daily videos, what I would do to um, do deals. And it's just, you just got to get on the phone and start talking to people. And it's, you can, there's all these things I'm going to be showing you do not take a lot of money. There's very inexpensive ways you can get on the phone. If your goal is to talk to five people a day, whether it's a landlord, a property manager, a realtor, other wholesalers, homeowners, talk to five people a day and just find out their situation. Find out what's going on. Do they have a property? Do they know of anybody who's got a property? You know, I'm looking for deals. Can I send you? This is how I was going to end the conversation. Okay. So Listen, uh, l- l- let me look at some numbers here. Let me sharpen my pencil and um, see what I can do. Maybe I- I'll send you some information here in a little bit. Is that all right? Cool. And, and you know, what I'll send you maybe works, maybe not. That's okay. Just tell me yes or no when I send it to you. Is that all right? Okay. So I'm going to send him maybe an email, a text, and actually I always try to send something in the physical mail explaining kind of this is maybe what I can do. And if this doesn't work for you, that's fine. Keep this letter for future reference, you know. But now I've got a name and a phone number and an email and an address. I'm going to follow up with these people every 30 days. Just follow up. Hey, this is Joe. You don't remember I following up on that offer for your property um, 30 days ago. Have you sold it yet? Is it still available? Do you know anybody else who's got any properties? Do you have anything else? And I just start asking that question. And if it's a realtor, I follow up with them every week, every two weeks. Like, hey, I'm still looking for deals. Do you got anything? And when you understand some of the creative financing stuff where you can pay cash or do give them more with seller financing or at least purchase, depending on you know how nice the house is or not. Man, you can do a lot of deals. There's no reason you cannot. So that's all I got for now. Go check out dealswithjoe.com, dealswithjoe.com. And uh, that site should be up here in a couple of days. I'm excited about releasing it. 
and uh, take care, everybody. We'll see you. Bye-bye.